0: Broadcasting live from Business Radio X Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Learning Insights. Featuring learning professionals, improving performance to drive business results.
1: Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Learning Insights. Brought to you by our friends at Training Pros. This is your host Stone Payton and in the studio with me this morning, as is almost always the case my good friend and co-host, Lee Cantor. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Mr. Stone. Are you uh, fully recovered from our trip? I most certainly am. Uh, Still $4.80 down from my gambling efforts, but I think I'm going to recover. I got most of my sleep back. Uh, Very jazzed about this segment. Uh, We're going to be talking to some folks in the leadership with ASTD Atlanta, and specifically they're serving uh, for the Atlanta's community relations efforts. We have... uh, Back in the studio, who, a gentleman who is uh, with our underwriter, Training Pros. He's a relationship manager for those folks. But today he's got his VP of Community Relations hat on for the ASTD Atlanta chapter. Please join me in welcoming back to the broadcast our good friend, Mr. David Edelman. How you doing, man?
2: Very good. Very good, Stone. Stone, Lee, how y'all doing? Well? I am
1: doing well, and I am getting very excited. We're what, like three, four weeks out from the big powwow in in DC. In All DC. you training development types get together, and uh, what do you guys do? Share best practices, <laughs> show off <laughs> your stuff, trade those uh, squishy balls.
2: Um, well, uh, training pros specifically, I'll be working in the booth, and we'll be doing the radio show, as you as you guys know, because you'll right? be there doing the radio show with us. Right. Um, but there's a lot of great, uh, you know, speakers and presentations and seminars on uh, any kind of topic you can think of about learning.
1: And so uh, you didn't make VP there yet, but you are VP (laughs) of Community Relations (laughs) at ASTD. What's that all about? What uh, what kind of responsibilities and opportunities does that encompass?
2: Well, you know, um, basically I kind of help, uh, I guess, run and organize our community relations efforts. So we work with different groups like United Way and Habitat for Humanity, uh, Atlanta Habitat, uh, Goodwill of North Georgia, the community food banks, and we also partner. We have strategic partnerships with groups like uh, Sherman Atlanta, Adobe Users Group. So we have it's a lot of stuff going on.
3: So yeah. now, what is the? How do you pick which groups to kind of partner with? How does that work?
2: Well, um, it has to be, it has to be kind of a nonprofit group, right. um, That we partner with as far as what we support in some kind of uh, way, like s- with facilitation or instructional design or whatever like that. Um, so we partner with these groups and really we, we work with a group that is local, um, and that has a need that we can help fill specifically. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as, as, as Tim will probably talk about later with, with the habitat, we don't go down and build the houses. We facilitate classes. We do instructional design. We do things that. Um, you know kind of use our talents yeah you do what you do yeah i don't know if they'd want you with hammers <laughs> no i saw that's probably phone. not a good idea <laughs> absolutely
1: so yeah you brought some colleagues with you you just mentioned tim schneller uh, and he's director of the atlanta habitat for humanity and we have julie paget director of the goodwill of north georgia project uh, both of whom have day jobs uh, julie as it uh, uh, happens is uh, with the home depot a little company here in atlanta some of you may have heard mm-hmm. of and Tim, too, with an organization, uh, Tim at learnwithintent.com.
4: Right. Learn with Intent is an a organization my wife and I own, and I work for GE GE as now. well. So. I've heard of
1: them, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start, with, uh, let's start with you, Julie. Tell us a little bit about mission and purpose for the uh, Goodwill of North Georgia project.
0: Sure. The purpose and mission for uh, Goodwill Project aligns with um, ASTD and Goodwill together, and they're their focus is putting people to work so that's what our focus is with them so we've created four basic computer classes that we facilitate with them and right now we're at two locations and those classes are just very basic computer skills what a keyboard is what a mouse is how we use that um, with our computers and then we have another class which is a basic word class we have another one which is um, basic internet skills, and the last one is setting up an email account. And all these classes are focused on getting that job, getting back to work.
3: So now, when you work with an organization like Goodwill, are you um, are they telling you, "Hey, we just want classes to help get our people ready," and you suggest those um, that curriculum, or like how does that relationship work? Or, or...
0: Well, we we partnered with them a few years ago. And in conjunction, we created those classes that they had asked and said that they had a need for. So their are, their are associates of the people that came into Goodwill were asking for certain things to help them get a job. Right. And they just partnered together to create. And that. then you
3: help then deliver that.
0: Absolutely. To the end user.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For example, they're asking for an Excel class is something that we see uh, a need for. Right. Um, that you know the folks coming into the career centers are asking for it. The manager, the career center manager is telling us this is, you know, a need that we have. So it's something that.
0: Uh, and we're actually creating that right now, and we'll be piloting the first class this Saturday.
3: So now, like, they're asking for those specific things. Do you ever say, you know what, have you thought about this? Like, like say, coding. Like, that's we see a lot of people that there's a need for coders that have had to do computer coding.
0: Not necessarily. We kind of let them drive that because Uh the managers of career centers are with those people every day. So they really see the need. Mm -hmm. So we let them drive that with us.
1: And you're working with and through volunteer labor to help you execute on this instruction?
0: Yes, they have to be ASTD members. Uh And they also have to go through a background check and a drug test with Goodwill. And we have approximately 10 volunteers right now with the two locations that we have.
1: So, I'm interested to know what that's like from a couple of perspectives one, just the recruiting, getting people on board, but then, even when you have a group of people who are passionate interested in a project like that, and it's uh and it's not a a paycheck relationship i gotta i gotta think getting generating results with and through other people that are not receiving a paycheck that's gotta be a different thing altogether, yeah.
0: Well, it is, but we have a, a lot of uh, ASTD members that really want to branch out in some slightly different areas, and this gives them the opportunity. So, if they're an instructional designer, they can have that opportunity to learn to actually facilitate classes. So, So, it's
1: professional development for them as well. It
0: is absolutely.
1: So, so they get to
2: practice kind of in a safer environment.
0: Absolutely,
2: it is. You know, so part of our chapter vision and mission talks about service opportunities leadership opportunities professional development opportunities with the community relations volunteering for community relations you get to you know develop in all those three areas so it's mm-hmm. you know it's, it's beneficial for for everybody but I'll tell you what you get together with a group like the the folks at Goodwill or the folks at Habitat and folks that are that are volunteering that are doing this because they want to um, right. you know maybe they get a little development opportunity out of it but mostly it's because they want to you know get involved with the community in a way that you know works with their strengths these are some great folks, really fun folks to be around.
1: So, Tim, how did they rope you into this? You just have an affinity for power tools or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, it's
4: interesting. I volunteer with Habitat building houses, which is what people typically think about Habitat for Humanity is building houses. Yeah. And I moved to Atlanta about three years ago, got involved with ASTD, and realized that ASTD <clears throat> was also um, contributing to the Habitat mission, right? So the mission of Habitat, you know, the state is is to kind of provide an affordable house for every man, woman, child, but also what they do is try to enable those homeowners. And so it was, a, it was kind of the best of both worlds for me because I, I, I like the mission of Habitat, but then I was able to develop and use some of my training skills to further that, message, that mission and to enable the homeowners um, because much like Julie's work with the volunteers – And the program, but the one benefit that our homeowners get when they go through the Habitat Computer Basics course is they walk away with a brand-new Dell laptop.
1: Oh, baby. Wow. So um, (laughs) Sign me up.
4: uh, That was was a big effort. North Point Ministries has donated a considerable amount of money towards that effort, but really working towards enabling the homeowners. So Habitat offers more than 400 classes to their homeowners. We participate in the Computer Basics class and also in helping train their staff So we're really just trying to enable both the staff as well as the homeowners to become better with computers and to be able to use um, some skills that you really need in today's world.
3: So the homeowner gets—I mean, the the person
4: gets a house and skill, job skills as well. (laughs) Job skills, computer. They have training classes on budgeting, home maintenance. Probably more training available to Habitat homeowners than uh, most of us have available to us.
1: So are there two layers of training here? If I'm a uh, training and development professional and I want to continue to uh, expand my own skill set and I see this as an opportunity and uh, David or someone said, "Yes, yeah, something you ought to explore. So I'm looking to do that and I want to teach basic computer skills, which maybe I'm already equipped to do from a knowledge standpoint. Is there some bit of training or orientation to equip me to work with these particular constituencies?
0: Certainly, for us, we like to go through a process. So the first step is the um, trainer comes in and takes the class themselves as a learner. Oh, there you go. And then the next step is they audit it. How would they train that class? What are the the keynotes and um, principles that they need to know to facilitate as the as the um, as the lead? Then the third step is they co-facilitate, and then they step in the last one to facilitate by themselves with another learner there with them to provide support if needed.
1: I'll tell you, if it wasn't for the background check, I would do this. <laughs> <laughs> what, David, what's
3: the biggest challenge um, with the people from AST choosing which uh, program to get involved with? Like how do they? How do you help them, match them?
2: Uh, well, you know, uh, the opportunities are, are somewhat similar. Um, with uh, Goodwill, you have to be uh, agreed to be a facilitator or at least to um, be a partner for the facilitator. Um, with Habitat, we do have kind of a, a lower-level kind of um, uh, startup uh, way to get involved because you can be a technology partner. So with the Habitat class, we have the advantage of knowing how many people we're going to have, who the homeowners are, right? what their skill level is as far as using computers and so forth, and we partner those up. Each Each participant gets partnered up with a tech partner. And um, while the facilitators are facilitating the class, the tech partner just makes sure that that person's keeping up with the class. So it's really helpful. So anybody that has basic, you know, computer skills can be a tech partner. So you can kind of get your foot in the door that way. And then after a while, um, Tim will tell you about the process that they have for getting people up to speed for training the classes.
3: Now, is the commitment, like, is this a one-time, you just show up one time or once a month? Or how often do you participate in this?
0: For us, we have two classes a month at each location. So we are running four different classes, and we alternate between those classes, and we also alternate between the instructors. So it's very flexible. Mm -hmm. It's not a huge time commitment, and it's maybe a couple hours a month for each instructor.
4: And for Habitat, we run the class, the computer basics class, every other month. Um, the technology partners, um, some of them, you know, like that because they can come in for their four four, four and a half hours, you know, every other month, and they, they can participate that way. Facilitators for Habitat uh, Computer <clears throat> Basics, we have a train the trainer session that we'll go through with them just to just to help them understand how to communicate effectively in four hours, because you can imagine trying to just go from computer basics, Microsoft Office Word, Internet, and email. In a four-hour time frame, there's only some very limited information you right. can get across. So want Excel. And Excel. To, uh, and, <laughs> and yeah. Excel. Well, it's yeah. a lot. It's a <laughs> lot. It's, it's a lot of information. Our, um, our participants have varying levels of skills, like David said, and um, you know, trying to get that information across to them where they can retain something and, more importantly, no resources. One of those resources are classes that Goodwill offers online that we promote in the Habitat Commun- Computer Basics course because they need to know where to go to get more information.
1: All right, so you guys are doing good work. For people who could really use the help, is a good business, and if so, how? How does this translate to being good for a GE or or, or good for the organization doing this kind of? Or does it? So,
4: um, just from from GE's perspective, there's a big push, uh, you know, for, for involvement in your local community. So, mm-hmm. right off the bat, you know, that's a philosophy of our business is to get involved. As I said, Learn with Intent is, is a small business that my wife and I own that does training consulting. Um, Just being in the field, networking with others, um, helping to understand the needs and and the current trends, being part of ASTD. All that helps um, both the small business as well as GE, gives GE an opportunity to get into community involvement, which is good for, you know, everybody.
1: Yeah, I want to talk about ASTD for a moment, if I can. And Mm -hmm. I'll start with you, Julie. Backstory on your career path a little bit and then what compelled you specifically to kind of get involved with ASTD?
0: So my career path has been with Home Depot for the last 12 years Started out as a part-time cashier and worked my way up through the stores and came wow. into the learning department about seven years ago now. And um, I joined ASTD about four years ago when I joined a specific department in uh, Home Depot with learning, and the opportunity was there to join that and they would <laughs> fund that for me. So of course I'm going to take advantage of of that. And for the first year or two, I didn't do. A lot with the com- or with that program, but the last couple of years, actually, when I got involved with the volunteering for um, Goodwill, I became much more active.
3: Uh huh. Now, when you became active, did you see? Was that because you felt more confident, more of a veteran, that you felt that it was time to kind of get back and get more involved? Like, what was the impetus?
0: Um, I think for me, it was a growth opportunity to meet others that are in the same field that I am. right? And, you know, with my company, I see how things are done a specific way. Right. And I wanted an opportunity to see how things were done in a like different an, way. Right,
3: from other organizations? Right, and absolutely. And has that happened? Have you been able to see that? That
0: has. ASTD is a great program, and they have meetings constantly, so you can select those that are of interest to you and attend those and, and – Partnership with people, um, and then learn new skills. Possibly
3: now, are you able then to take that back to the Home
1: Depot? Oh,
0: absolutely! absolutely.
1: What a marvelous culture that must be at, at Home Depot. I've met people um, before. In fact, I might almost be related to one now. And it's just it's in a it's in a, it's an American story. You know, the guy started out stocking shells, and he's <laughs> a fairly high level exec now. Home Depot that that's the way they they decided to, to craft their culture, isn't it?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. It's it's great to have somebody who's started in the stores because they yeah. really understand the culture. They understand the customer. And to have those um, associates work their way up into those higher positions, it is just it's great for everyone and, and ultimately for that customer.
1: What a marvelous opportunity it sounds like. Maybe we ought to go take a look at that.
2: You know, and it's it's interesting as you were talking about um how do you get involved? How do you end up getting involved with these things? One of the yeah. things that, and I facilitate some of the uh, new member orientations for the, the chapter, right? When we have a chapter meeting at the beginning, we have man, you Man, you a do book. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's you just should kinda... have more lapel pins. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the things we talk about is that, you know, one of the great things that you get out of being a member of the Atlanta chapter is the networking opportunities, right? Yeah, Everybody wants bad. to network. It's really important. You know, you can come to the chapter meetings and kind of mingle and stuff, and you'll get some networking done. But really, when you get involved with something like one of our community relations, uh, you know, volunteer opportunities, you get involved in that. You start really getting to know people. You work alongside people in a really positive way, right, where you're helping others. And it's it, you want to talk about, you know, plussing up your networking opportunities. It's really a, a great thing to do.
3: Well, it's kind of neat that you get to, in these volunteer uh, opportunities, you get to see them in action. Right? It isn't like them telling you how great they are. You're actually seeing if they can do something or not. That's true.
2: That's yes. true.
1: And these training and development folks, it's been my experience, because we've uh, had an opportunity to do this broadcast for some time now. You guys are a pretty collaborative bunch. You really are invested in, in helping each other. Has that, that been your experience, too?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Without without that, you can't uh, meet the client's needs. You can't figure out what's next. You can't kind of address things with limited resources. So I think collaboration is pretty key to um, to our success in this field, for sure.
1: I mean, don't you feel like you can pick up the phone and say, hey, Julie, we're looking at putting some of our learning on a, on a mobile platform. We're going to do more e-learning. I know you've been doing some stuff with it. You know, What are you running into? Have you found a good learning management system? You guys... Maybe not you two specifically, but you guys have those kinds of conversations all the time, right?
0: We do. In fact, we're collaborating right now. We've shared our documents with Tim, and he's looking at those to see if that would fit in with Habitat and how we can kind of update between the two of us and maybe streamline that workload.
1: Very nice. So do you guys, uh, David, even from the from the whole uh, operation or you guys individually, do you set milestones or objectives? Like do you have a... 2014 set of objectives for these efforts.
2: We do, yeah. Well, um, we have uh, a goal. Get on the radio is number one. You got that? Check that box. Meatstone. We've got. uh, We've. No, I'm
1: saying that was one of the objectives.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that was at the top (laughs) of the list.
2: (laughs) Really, again, it's 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 um, our goal is to support the vision of the chapter. And so with that part around professional development, service opportunities, leadership opportunities, those are things that people can get out of being involved with um, the community relations team. Um, so that's one of our measures is, are, you know, are we are, are we providing those opportunities? Another one is how well are we getting along with our partners, you know, where they feel like we're giving them the support they right. need. Um, and then um, also we have strategic partnerships that we um, work with. And I should Probably give a shout-out to the other folks, directors, while I'm at it. So uh, Mark Mayette uh, is the director of strategic partnerships, and so far uh, he's lined up two groups that we're partnering with. Um, Sherm Atlanta, we're uh, partnering with them uh, looking at, you know, kind of um, mutual benefit type of opportunities that will benefit our, uh, both members. And uh, they're offering us uh, to come to their conference for their member price, you know, so things like that. Um, we also are involved with um, uh, United Way. Um, So uh, Doug Dell right now is working uh, with them to create kind of a overarching uh, strategy for their leadership academy. Um, And um, Denise Hicken is the director for that program, and she's waiting to uh, get involved with some more like nuts and bolts design. Um, And then we're kind of getting geared up with that project. And then also Atlanta Community Food Bank, where Sherry Jackson's the director for that. We do some professional development uh, programs with them as well. And we also... Twice a year we do the actual – we go to the actual distribution center and help sort food and stuff, which is a lot of fun.
4: And from a Habitat perspective,
2: um, one of the key milestones
4: we reached, it wasn't necessarily a set goal for us, but recently um, Habitat was able to say that they've given computers to Mm. over 500 – homeowners and so we do Unbelievable. that we do that about 40 to 50 a year at a time but but this program's been in place long enough that they're, they're starting to have a lasting
2: impact on on the homeowners
1: right and their families
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's quite a milestone I mean, you know 500 computers you better 500 believe
1: it is I'd i've had that printed up on postcards mm-hmm. or something that's incredible
3: <laughs> now uh have you guys had a chance to i know you're doing the training and um, sometimes of the trainers but have you had a chance to actually see the homeowner or see the person who's benefited from the training you know and get any gain in their life
4: we we of course meet the homeowners as we're training them and sometimes we'll run into them you know at at subsequent events um a lot of that work is done with uh, jody klein who's the director of this program with habitat and so he follows up with them and they they're constantly in touch with the homeowners but i don't know if you
3: had a chance to personally see you know your work benefiting them and getting any of that yeah i haven't of, had
4: the opportunity to actually go back to the homeowners and kind of look at that and see where it is but jody um, has given us some very good feedback yeah
2: and again they have volunteer kind of appreciation events and they'll bring homeowners up to talk about kind of how they've benefited from the different programs right. and everything so that's because that must be rewarding. so rewarding to see that it and
3: is. to see the impact you're having in their lives and their families lives. Just
2: when you're when you're at the the habitat training for example and you're helping them pack up their computer so they can take it home with them it's a really great feeling. It's right. very
0: rewarding. For Goodwill, we, we don't get any follow-up with them, but what we do see is that aha moment. So when we're in the class and they finally understand something, they right. can send that email. They can receive right. an email and open up. Then you see their eyes light up, and they, they feel like they are a part of what's going on in the world where right. before they, they didn't. They felt a little closed off. So those aha moments for us are are, those big are the takeaways. heartwarming yes. moments,
3: yeah.
1: That's what I love about doing shows like this. And thank you to, to you guys at Training Pros for being willing to underwrite this because there's there's so much of this really good work going on out there, and I don't think many people know about it. I, I love being able to talk about it and, and, and let folks know about it it's got to be incredibly rewarding we got to let more folks know what's next for you guys uh, in in your profession and with specifically with this effort what's uh, what's coming up
0: for goodwill, one of our goals is to open up another location this year ah. so we're actually looking at Smyrna as a location, of course, accepting all volunteers yeah, we need volunteers. <laughs> And um, we have a, a career center manager over there who was a manager at one of our other locations. And since moved over there and opened up that location, has been begging us to come over there because she sees the importance. Right. Of I'm that.
3: sure once they've experienced it, they're yeah. all
4: kind of want to line up. To Absolutely. Yes. And from the Habitat perspective, they're building a new facility, um, planning to move in in the September time frame. And in that new facility, they'll have four dedicated classrooms. And so we're really excited, instead of having to share the classroom with everybody, to have a classroom that we can dedicate to computer training. Uh, we want some volunteers in instructional design that we can actually have dedicated courses and the advanced so we do get that feedback from the, from the homeowners that come back to learn more rather than just that initial class. So we're very excited about the increased capacity, um, of course, needing the volunteers to make sure we can meet that.
1: And again, what is so wonderful, when you go back to the office of GE, when you go back to Home Depot, they're not saying, boy, I'm glad you're back so you can get back to your real job. I mean, they're embracing this, they're supporting this. I think that just, that speaks so well to the, to the organizations you guys are, are working for. That's fantastic. Yes, our
0: company is very supportive of ASTD. In fact, we just hosted a mm-hmm. one of our monthly gotcha. meetings. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Just this past week.
2: Yeah, beautiful facility, too.
0: Absolutely.
1: So before we wrap, I want to make sure that our listeners know how to get those who are already ASTD members uh, who to reach out to and how to get more involved just in in the organization in general and maybe in some of these specific efforts. And for those folks that this may be their first time, uh, where they can go learn more about ASTD, maybe attend a, a meeting. Maybe head up to D.C. and join us for the big powwow. I know we're going to have fun (laughs) at that one. So let's leave them with with some of those coordinates if we could.
2: Okay, sure. Well, you can go to the website, which is astdatlanta.org. And then uh, let me put on my my eyes. Um, Go to the events tab and then uh, scroll down to get involved and then community involvement. And then you'll come to the community involvement page. You'll see pictures of some of the folks, you know, at Habitat and Goodwill and everybody. And then there's some, if you'd like to join us, click here buttons and you just go from there.
1: And i got to tell you, Tim, Julie, both of you, if you're up for it, I want you guys to come back. I want to learn more about the organizations you work for uh, outside of ASTD. I mean, Home Depot and GE. It just it sounds like a marvelous environment. I'd, I'd love to learn more about your work there if you're up for that sometime.
0: Absolutely, and I could talk all day about Home Depot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then uh, you're up for that, right, Lee? Absolutely. All right. We can oh, make that happen. Hey, yes, Stone,
2: I, should, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the ACE conference, which is the Atlanta chapter's version of ICE. Uh, here in Atlanta at the Georgia World Congress Center on August thirteenth,
1: August thirteenth, six six forty to seven. basically You guys just stay busy. <laughs> 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 well, again, thank you guys so much. Uh, you and Training Pros for for making all this possible. It, you're always bringing great guests. I mean, they're passionate, they're fired up, they're involved in what they're doing. They're articulate, and uh, I don't D- know. David's
4: a great recruiter, <laughs> 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 apparently.
1: Well, it's been an, an absolute pleasure having all of you in the studio. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for Lee Cantor, our guest this morning, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Learning Insights.